Good morning from uh, Southern California. This is Mark Sevy with Plot Points Podcast. I'm with uh, my friend and co-host, uh, Chris Styers at ChristopherStyers.com. Hey, Chris, how are you? Doing well. And yourself, Mark? Good, good. We had our uh, holiday party last night. It was uh-huh. uh, it was terrific. I enjoyed myself immensely. And, uh, you know, every year you do these milestones, right? You do the yes. you do the Christmas and Thanksgiving and birthdays and all that. This uh, party has been going on for quite a few decades. So uh, it's my my class party. And I, I always enjoy myself. It's always great. Uh, we see people I you know, some most of the time it's people that are current in my classes because they're the ones that are most curious about the about it. But it was good to see some people last night. Um, so anyway, sorry you couldn't be there. I know you yes. uh, I know you would have if you could. But yep. uh, we're uh, looking at uh, today is, you know, Sunday and uh, the weather is decent and everything is yes. all good with my world how about yours I, yeah, how you do? it's going well yeah um you know we can we we can chat a little bit about um we lost a couple big you know giants ryan ryan o'neill uh yes. who was part of my youth uh with yeah. i you know love love story and oh i don't know what else what's up doc what's up doc? yeah yeah and uh, norman moon yeah, oh, Paper Moon was amazing. Him and his daughter Tatum. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, and then Norman Lear. Uh, oh. Yeah, what a loss. Uh, but I mean, you know, the the funny thing about that stuff is he, he, Norman Lear hasn't been really on anybody's radar for quite a while. Yeah. And when you say we've lost a great man, that's absolutely true. But people are remembering his his work. They're not yes. they're not necessarily connecting with him today. But yeah, the the guy was instrument. He was a pioneer. He was instrumental oh. in changing the face of television. Um, yes, I, I remember. I think I remember that he was one of the first ones who. Sounds <laughs> so silly, but he was the first one who put the sound of a flushing toilet on yes. TV. So, I mean, what the hell's wrong with us? Flushing <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I mean, it's like in uh, in the old days where you couldn't put a married couple together in the same bed, or yes. you, you know, where where the there was no interracial kissing. You know, it was like right. Lord Almighty. I mean, where <laughs> uh, anyway? Uh, I guess. But uh, thank you, Mister Lear, for your your contributions to yes. to the world artistically, and of course, um, you know, all the all the great um, all the great stuff he conceived and wrote and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Um, so this leads us to a little bit about what are we what are we watching? But let me let me just mention who you are. Uh, Chris is a is a published author, eight books and counting. His last one's uh, Desire, Desire and, Witchery. and Witchery. I got it. Hey, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just dropped a while ago, and it's a great. Uh, it would be a great read to uh, to you know to give somebody. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, and Chris, Chris has, uh, been doing this for quite a while. He's got articles. He's, he's also one of the authors that is in both versions or both, uh, volumes of Blood Fiction, which is uh-huh. available on Amazon. And, uh, anyway, so, uh, so like I said, I'm lucky to have him as a co-host because he's so accomplished and he's, we'll talk about what he's working on in a minute, but are you watching anything? You're all, you know, you're watching a lot of new stuff lately. 
Yes. That's cool. Good. Yes. Um, I watched the entire series of Obliterated. <laughs> Obliterated. Okay. Obliterated. Yeah. And I'm almost finished with the first season of Florida Man. Oh, I started to watch that. I haven't finished it, though. Yeah. Because of somebody we won't mention, I started watching Suits again. Because of somebody we won't mention. Okay. Yeah, who uh, assigned it to our... Oh, oh. (laughs) And uh, that is such a well-done show. I agree. I agree. Well, it just popped up on Netflix. Yes. And, uh, you know, we talk about the golden age of television and we're talking about a lot of this stuff that's out today, but that's certainly you, that was USA Network, right? Yes. And my God, they had Monk and Psych and Suits. And I remember there was a Marshall show on uh, with a uh, female Marshall. Uh, there was a, there was, that was a real renaissance time oh, for, for white that collar. White, yeah. Notice, you know, gravitas wise, maybe not the same gravitas as some of the stuff we're seeing today, but boy, we, so the, you forget how good suits was because yeah. you, it was just what, I, you know, it was as good as anything I've ever seen on television. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with you. Yeah. Suits. That's true. I was watching that too. I'm watching, I, I don't know if I mentioned it last podcast, but I, there's a British series called Bad Education, uh-huh. uh, with a British comedian who's just hilarious. And it's, yeah. it's uneven, but it's really funny. There's a moment. It's a, it's a totally absurd yeah. look at a school with, uh, with the, with the teacher. And then, um, I'm not watching too much other new stuff, uh, except for I, I'm going to uh, finish Killing Eve. That showed up uh-huh. on, um, I, I think Acorn. Really a unique, unique, uh, that's Phoebe Waller, Phoebe Waller. Oh God, I can't remember her third name. Bridge, Phoebe Waller Bridge. But, yeah. um, it's, it's really, have you ever seen any of Killing Eve? No, I haven't. And it's on my list though. Yeah. It's, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I, uh, it's so bizarre. It's so unique and tonally it's kind of in between. I mean, it's about a woman assassin, so she kills a lot of people. So that's, I mean, that's certainly not a yuck fest, but yeah. uh, just just the absurdity of the whole situation makes you makes you pay attention. So anyway, yeah. guys and girls and th- thems and theys and all of us, uh, I'm telling you now, this is an incredible time to to be watching television. Uh, not that not that Chris and I watched. You know, that the stuff we watched when we were younger was was bad. It's just so you it's so different. You can do so much more today yes. in television than you used to be able to. Yes. But uh, we grew up with some really terrific shows. We're going to have to do one of the, uh, an episode of top five episode of shows we grew up with or shows, oh. something like that. TV shows of the, yeah. uh, you know, a certain era. So. Um, so we're Plot Points Podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. I'm a professional screenwriter, and I'm with uh, uh, a great co-host, uh, Chris Styers, who's a professional author who gets his stuff published legit on uh, by by these people who keep buying his books. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also working on some screenplays, and we, Chris and I, have known each other for quite a while. We were in cl- we were in writing class together. Yes. Um, yeah, we have a we share a really uh, an incredible mentor, and. Um, you know, I can remember Chris's work and 
I don't know if he remembers mine. I wasn't writing a novel back then. I was just writing screenplays. Yeah. And um, but I was getting really good feedback from the people in the class. Or, you know, I keep on saying this and I maintain it forever. Story is story is story. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's a play, a screenplay, a, a book, an article, uh, a YouTube video, an Instagram, a TikTok. If you're telling a compelling story, you're telling you're doing what what you do with as any writer any creator i've found compelling stories in poetry sure oh my god of oh. course yeah well masters like robert frost oh, and uh and lewis carroll all mimsy yeah. were the borough groves and uh you know oh my god that what's the one about what is that one i took the path least um is that uh, robert frost you remember i'm not I don't remember. I remember the quote. Yeah, I, ta- I, I, I took came the... to a fork in the road, and right, right. I took the path least traveled, and that has made all the difference. Right. It just, uh, yeah, it, it's it's so compelling. You you sit uh-huh. there, and it just such it paints that that word. You know, those words are are so evocative. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the road not taken. That's the name of yeah. the poem. Yeah, and let's see, it's. Uh, I mean, this is that's good that you should mention that because it's like that's true. It's absolutely true. You know, two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry, I could not travel both and be one traveler long. I stood and looked down as far as I could to where it uh, something bent in the undergrowth. I should be telling this tale with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood and I took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference. I mean. There's so much out there to unpack. Um, oh. so, yeah, that's amazing. Um, okay, so um, we come to you. We're bi-monthly, and uh, we, it's always a treat. I, uh, w- you know, we try to keep it short so you don't get bored with us because uh, we realize that we're not the most exciting uh, duo in the world. We are not Batman and Robin. We're more like uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I have no. I have nothing to fill in there. I'm a little fried from my Christmas party last night, so I'm not as not as uh, I'm about as sharp as a uh, as a, a a piece of bacon right at this point. Cooked bacon at this point. I don't know that metaphor. That didn't work. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll cut all that crap out and only go with the brilliant stuff, right, Chris? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, Chris. You're a writer. You're a um, uh, you know. Im- been mm-hmm. immersed in writing for so long. What are you working on these days? I'm working on a screenplay. Okay. It's an action mystery thriller. Okay. Suspense. And okay. Really invested and in I in this story and I want to get it right. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm doing a lot of rewriting. Okay. Are so are you approaching it though? You're going to get the beginning right first. You want to get yes, yeah. You're so I I know that's not your normal uh your normal process. You normally do a rewrite after you're finished, but yeah. Uh, is this something? <clears throat> excuse me. Is this something new? Uh, this I this approach, this attitude. Uh, as many openings as I've written for this screenplay, yes, <laughs> it is, and trying to get just the right. Um, tone and mm-hmm. investment from the the reader slash audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, the beginnings of our mo- movies or scripts are very are vitally important. 
in my book, I, I do call out the idea that it's called, I think it's called, uh, I think it's first impressions, right? When you shake right. somebody's hand, you say hello. And that's our first, well, le, le, so I wrote an article about titles called uh-huh. titles, titles are vital. That's, yeah. that's the first writing that you do that people yeah. see. But then the second part of that is obviously, uh, the beginning. So, uh, so good on you that you, I mean, it, it's not getting old. Is it, is it still? No, no. Some parts I'm very, uh, happy with. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them, even though I was really happy with them, they didn't fit. No, yeah, right. Kill your children is what yeah. I call it. Yeah. Uh, Kill your darlings. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I, I go through this too. Not so much um, when, I mean, you, you and I are both pantsers, not planners. Yes. We don't plan out our right. stories. We sit and fly by the seat of our pants. And that's the difference between. Uh, a lot of writers is, you know, uh-huh. I know one, a couple of my students in the intro class have, you know, done outlines and beat sheets and stuff like that. So, but I've never been, I've never been a fan of that. Um, yeah. So I'm working on uh, a book. I'm trying to finish it by the end of the year. If I do, it would be for this year, uh, which good, is good. happy with. And then I just decided, uh, well, I'm working on an article. Uh, my w- One of my articles for Creative Screenwriting Magazine, part one, just dropped. Uh-huh. Actually, by the time this podcast drops, part two will already be out there. So it's called okay. it's called The Emotional Core of Your Story. Uh-huh. So you should check it out. I think it's a really good article. And then I'm, I'm working on another one. I'm done for the year as far as publishing for him, but I'll probably yeah. uh, throw something at, at him at on 2024, which is just around the corner. Holy crap, Chris. I mean, yeah. And then uh, I just decided the other day to take a, a TV series pilot that I really like that I worked uh-huh. on a long time and turn it into a feature length movie. Yeah. So I'm going kind of against the trend, but um, I, I have a pretty clear vision of what I want to accomplish with the series. So I think I can be uh, pretty quick with the, Add, I need to add at least 45 pages to the pilot to make a feature. Yeah. So, because um, a drama, one hour drama is about 45 to 50 pages. So, anyway, so I'm, I'm busy. You're busy. It's good, good to be alive. Um, yes. Yeah. All right. Um, just to remind you again, we're Plot Points Podcast. This is Chris Styers and Mark Sevy. We're having uh, uh, a good, good end of the year, I think, uh, both in good spirits and good, uh, good health uh, for the most part. I mean, we always have, there's always something that's tapping at the back of your head, like, oh my God, yes. do I? But anyway, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be with my buddy, Chris. So Chris, we did um, a top five list and I mean, I think we did this last year too. Top five Christmas movies, but yeah. we we did co- top, our top five Christmas movies of any any era, any yes. any year, any decade, any genre, whatever. So, uh, you want to hit me with your best shot here, buddy? Okay, these are the ones I put on my top five. Okay, 2018's The Christmas Chronicles with oh. Kurt Russell. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. 1984's A Christmas Carol with George C. Scott as uh, Scrooge. Yes, yes, yes. The Ref. The Ref. The okay. Ref. With Dennis Leary. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Okay. The Man Who Invented Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's on my list, too. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, there you go. There you go. Such a, you know, Chevy Chase was so, so incredibly uh, talented in, I mean, he's still talented, but I mean, he got so many great roles back then. And that was certainly a defining role for him. Oh, yeah. Griswold, right? What was the yep, name? The Griswold family. The Griswold, yeah. Uh, well, did it? It started on National Lampoon's vac- uh, vacation, right? It started yes, on a road that trip. That was the first one. Yeah. The 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 Christmas one is that with um uh is that where he's he gets electrocuted when he plugs oh, in the lights? Yeah, when he's trying to put all the lights on his house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that was oh, fun. Oh God, and then cousin Eddie shows up. Yeah, that's uh, uh what's Randy his Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid. He was terrific, terrific yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, so I did have the man who invented Christmas, which is basically the story of um the the the, the making of um a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a little bit of the life of the of the author too. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it, it's really a fun movie. I thought I thought they did. It. You know what's interesting about it? They take two narrative approaches. One uh-huh. is let's going to tell the story in real time about how he's doing for you know, uh, you know, like financially and emotionally right. and all that stuff. And um, the other thing, Dickens, you know was very they made him very fantastical in that he had his his characters were speaking to him yes uh while he was going through whatever he was going through so um yeah it's a it's a terrific film i i i could watch it every year definitely um but my you know i have a sentimental favorite of white christmas Uh um you know uh danny Kaye and bing crosby some of the old time uh actors and actresses uh-huh. Bad Santa has to be on my oh, list every grief. year. I mean, oh, okay. Billy Bob Thornton just kill. Yeah. Oh my God, he just kills me in that movie. Uh, Elf is also okay. One of my favorites. I enjoyed. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed. I enjoyed all the uh, actors and uh-huh. and uh, it was. I thought it was fun. And then I thought I would throw in a Charlie Brown Christmas just simply because. <laughs> You know, I mean, those movies that we, you and I grew up with, that animation, that still holds yeah. a warm part in my heart. So uh, uh, I think those are all great films. If you're in, in, if you're interested in watching a great range, uh, but you know what? Check out a man, the man who invented Christmas. Actually, there's a new movie on Netflix that I just assigned to the class called "The A Boy Named Christmas." Yes, which I think, based on the trailers, is about the origin story of Santa Claus. It appears so. Yeah, which is that's what a great idea. Who? Why yeah. didn't we, you, Chris? Why didn't we think of that? What a I great idea. Know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, we're Plot Points Podcast. Uh, this is Chris Styers at ChristopherStyers.com. His his books are all over the place. You can get them on Amazon, Goodreads, uh, Barnes and Noble, etc. And uh, my name's Mark Sevy. Uh, we are bi-monthly. We're a t- primarily a script writing. Uh, podcast, but we do get into other things every once in a while, like the weather and all the nonsense that comes out of my mouth. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, well, this is, uh, I think, I think, let's see, we're probably, we probably have time for kind of a question. So maybe we can cover something quickly. Do you have anything? Well, the other day in one of our writers groups, uh-huh. we started talking about the voice 
of a screenplay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah. The writer was talking about he wants to be able to put in, he wants to put in, in what I call inner narrative, like the, uh-huh. you know, talk about the characters, inner feelings and all that stuff. And he said, cause he can't come up with the voice of his story. And I told him, I mean, I, I didn't mince words. I said, you're, you're really not writing. Uh, you, you just haven't been writing long enough. You're trying to write, writing in inner narrative where a character is thinking things that aren't in evidence and there's no way yeah. an actor or a director can make it happen is not a way to become a better writer and write and get your voice out of the situation. Yes. The thing is with voice, it comes out of the writing. As you well know, Chris, if you went back in your, and looked at your books and looked at who you were as a writer back in, well, let's say the Rebel Nation days. Yeah. And then looked at who you are today, you'd have a completely different voice because that's oh. be, that's been the evolution, right? Yes. Right. Yes. So with all due respect to the writer who said he needed to put in more inner narrative, the problem with inner narrative is it, it does entertain the reader. But I look, is it wrong to entertain the reader? No, but you can do both. You yeah. can ke- you can keep out of the reader's uh you can keep out of the character's head and still entertain the reader with just a good solid script. Yes. So uh so voice is one of those things that develops over time. It's a it's what you become as a writer. You know, Aaron Sorkin has a particular voice. Yes. Uh, you know, the, uh, the William Goldman had a particular voice. Yes. Uh you know, those excuse me, Woody Allen has a particular voice. Those <laughs> Those guys did a lot of writing, and that's yes, where their voice did. came from, right? We'll be uh, wrapping up here in a minute, but um, wh- thanks for everything. We-, we will probably drop another podcast before Christmas, but in case in case something happens, uh, I'd, I'd like to wish all our audience and all over the world who listen to us, we appreciate you, and uh, we-, we hope that wherever you're at, you have a great holiday, whatever Whatever you decide to celebrate, wherever you are, uh, have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday and uh, be safe. You know, let's let's try to con- it's, oh boy. The world is just in such a turmoil right now. Um, yeah. Um, do you have a writer's quote for us, Chris? Yes, I do. And it's okay. for this time of year. OK, great. OK, it's Charles Dickens. Ah. OK. God bless us everyone oh there you go tiny tim yeah absolutely well that's very appropriate uh uh, it's a wonderful that that movie is classic it has stood the test of time they keep remaking it they keep remaking it it must be a hundred versions of it. yeah at least at least and then there was scrooge which was hilarious with bill murray and carol kane and there was i mean it just it just goes on and on and on and on so uh yeah well anyway uh it just shows you know if i could write anything that was even remotely as brilliant as that and it lasted even as you know anywhere near as close as a christmas carol would be a quite an accomplishment so but that's the joy that's what we do we try to we try to become better than we were yesterday yes well speaking of better than he was yesterday chris thank you very much christopherstyers.com uh barnes and noble amazon silk i mean uh, desire and witchery is his last book that he dropped on the eighth of uh you know eighth ninth one coming hopefully in 2024 you can find him everywhere on the internet or at uh christopherstyers.com i'm mark sevy i'm um with uh with nobody right now i'm uh, on my own i'm just sitting here writing my ass off and trying to be a better a better human being failing 
uh, not, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, Chris. Well, uh, for myself, for Christopher Styers, for all the men and women at Orange County Screenwriters Association, uh, be inspired and do good work. 